and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Hey, another pod. This is the place where you'll be able to find everything that is, you know, not suitable for air and stuff that was too good for air. That's right. That's the place. It's where we decided to put it into podcast form. Yes, uh, you are welcome. I look forward to the days when we will eventually do, like, I don't know, either like naughty or illicit stuff. Exclusive content just for this listener pod. Yeah, definitely exclusive, but uh, is it exclusive if it's not good enough for air? (laughs) But I still feel the need to mention it. Yeah. So, what, 10 minute rants? Is that what I'm thinking? 10 minute rants yeah. about politics. That's what the show is going to be known for. Mm-hmm. Um, opinions on TV shows that are about 20 years old. Okay, great. Very niche. Do you have any Do you have any opinions that aren't good enough for air, but good enough for the podcast right now? Most likely. Yeah. What's one? Give me um, one. Because ideally, the people that are listening to this right now are people yeah. who care enough about the show to learn more about you. Like, I can go into depth about classical music, but I don't think anyone wants to hear that. The music or your opinions on it? Oh, just, you What's know, your the opinion music on itself. Mu- oh, it's great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like Brahms and Chopin is my jam, Christ, but, you know, Jules. no one's going to know what I'm That's talking about. Du- <laughs> what's your, what's your <laughs> controversial opinion? Music. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. I don't As know. A lot, of, a lot work... of people, it's not really their jam. You probably wouldn't hear it on the hit network, but. Oh, classical music in yeah. general. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. You were, your opinion was that music's pretty good in general. <laughs> I was like, we're on radio, mate. Jesus. No, the lack of vocals probably puts people off, but. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, people had to jam out to something back in the day. They had to. Yeah. Mm, back yeah. in the caveman days, they're like, what are we going to do here? <laughs> That's yeah. how music evolved, Nick. And they had the little rhythm sticks. Uh, we don't have any classical music on the show today in the podcast, but <laughs> we do have plenty of good stuff. Uh, you know, you've got old people hobbies. Uh, Jules, you've picked up Zumba, but there's someone in the class that's way better than you. Oh, my God. Honestly, if it weren't for her, I would have walked out, but we'll get into that. Plus, um, me sort of screwing up a Christmas slash birthday present for my partner. Well, no, I don't think that you... I mean, we'll get into it in the podcast, but I think you're fine. Like, this is not a you problem. This is a... Yeah, but my, my emotions aren't right. Like, I haven't yeah, recovered well, from this. Well, that's an unfortunate side of what effect. this business did. Yeah, you've been targeted by the business. Did you say the name of the business on air? Can, no. Do you feel comfortable saying it now? Yeah, I might be judged by you, though. Say the name of the business. Okay. Doof Store. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I understand why you didn't want to say that. Doof Store. Yep. Go into the Doof Doof Raves. No, this is definitely... um... So, uh, because you you mentioned it's a... it's Well, we'll get into it, but that's why it's obviously something you could wear to a rave of some sort. Well, I I guess so. It's sort of like the fancy shirt category where you have that sort of stuff. You should have definitely said that. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, going to raves, shopping Uh, around. Also on today's show, funerals from (laughs) people who work at Bunnings. They happen. I mean, hey, even people who work at Bunnings, they're not immortal. They die. Yeah, that's true. Uh, What happens if you do die whilst working at Bunnings? We'll jump into that. Plus, there's a study that's come out that proves the correlation between fast cars and small penises. Jeez, we have a mixed bag today. A lot of stuff on the table. Uh, Welcome to the first kind of pod. I know we've already got one kind of out, but this is the proper one. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the one that counts. This is the one that's good. This is content that actually went to air. This was good enough for general people. (laughs) And... um, I guess. This, I don't know about the start of the podcast. Was I this like good enough this. for general people? This is oh, fast and loose. No, this is, it's it's loose and I think that's what podcast listeners want. Yes. I think they want it structured. No. Anyway, here you go. Nick, you'll be proud of me. Last night I went to a fitness class. Oh yeah. That's exciting news. Uh, what kind of, what what class did you pick? Because there's so many at the moment. There's like yeah. body attack, body combat, that's body it. balance, body bliss, body this. Well, I moved to a new area and I need to find like a new gym that has the things that I want, right? Yeah, sure. I found uh, Zumba. Zumba. <laughs> Um, 
nice little open gym. They've got exercise rooms. They've got the bikes. Is Megan Tra- I've never associated Megan Trainer with uh, Zumba. Oh, mate. It's very sassy. Very cool. Oh, anything that you can sort of move your hips vigorously mm-hmm. to. Yeah. All right. Well, good for Megan Trainer. Good for you. That's the idea of Zumba. And when I rock up, I was a bit concerned because I rocked up five minutes before the time of the class starting. There was me and one other person. And the okay. other person was the instructor. Oh, so very, you almost accidentally booked a one-on-one session without knowing it. No, no. It just wasn't a very popular class. Ah. Yeah. Well. And probably 10 minutes into the class, we get to about five people, and that is the max that we're going to get at the class. Oh, so you started the class with just you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Very quickly, I realized it's not the most vigorous of classes. And I don't mean to say that I'm the most amazingly coordinated person. No, but you're better than, you know, uh, was this held at a retirement village? What, <laughs> what is the standard here? Part of me started to think that. I was getting to the point where I was so bored of the step, touch, step, touch. Can we do a bit more swirls? Can we do, I don't know, some hip movements? A little bit more what I'm used to, mm. to the point where I actually wanted to walk out. Not rudely, just like... Oh, no, look at the time. Uh, I forgot about that doctor's appointment I had. you thought you were better than them. <laughs> you were looking down your nose no. saying, oh, no, I, you know, this isn't quite Zumba that I was expecting. That's it. Until about 20 minutes into the class, mm. Energizer Bunny, she rocks up into the class. Oh, wow, the Duracell. For, uh, <laughs> the, the, the lady that's powered and good to go for the whole oh, class. Oh, my God. She was a, a 40-year-old woman or so. She had muscles upon muscles. She was lean. She was toned. The first thing I heard her say was, just hit my 20,000 steps. Jesus, good for she, her. Good for her, right? I'm looking at her. She waltzes into the front of the class. First of all, confidence not slipping in the back. Mm, and she's mm. doing double time to everything that we are doing. Now, she's the person that I've realized easily frequents this Zumba class. Oh, yeah. So she's the unofficial. She's not explicitly the instructor, but she mm. might as well be. Funny you say that. Right. Every drink break, she came up to me to have right, a bit of a chat. There are drinks breaks at this? There's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like half time Even though it's not time. really vigorous. Yeah, but all right. For some of the five people, maybe they needed a break. Fair enough. She comes up to have a chat to you, though. She wants to know who I am because you've never seen me in the class before. <laughs> this feels very like 1930s gangs. Like, what are you doing around this part of town, girl? Yeah, the next spring, she's inviting me to a social catch up with this group of five people yeah, well, uh, outside the gym. I think this is nice. This is welcoming. What's the average age bracket here, by the way? I would say I was in the younger demographic of the class. So, but what are they though? If she's, if this like fit lady's in her forties, yeah, early forties plus, I would say. Oh, so you're quite the. Junior. I'm bringing the average down, yeah, okay, but I'm thinking, well. you know what? She's friendly. She's looking fit. I feel to the point that I need to compliment her, and I say, you know, you look fantastic. You obviously go to this class a lot, mm. you know. And she said, oh, you know what? I actually work here. I said, oh, that explains it. Makes a lot of sense. And then she says, I'm actually the cleaner. <laughs> so I'm like. Well, that explains even more because the gym looks like absolute trash, but your calves are delightful. <laughs> Jules, I uh, was at a birthday party, a house party for a mate of mine, Hado, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I met someone there who was like, she worked in the head office at Bunnings. That's a cool job. Well, I don't know. If it's, if it's admin, I don't know. Maybe it's boring. I don't know. She was trying to highlight to me all the cool stuff that happens there. Right. Because I think working in the warehouse, like actually at the Bunnings warehouse, that would be a fun time. When you come into Bunnings, you'll find that lowest prices are just the beginning. Because it looks like they're having a ball whenever I look at the staff in there, generally. Unless it's a hot yeah. day, in which case they look like they're about to pass out. Or when you see them on the ads and they seem so friendly and fresh oh. and, oh, yeah, I love gardening. Uh, but she was telling me something that the teams are so close. Now, I don't... I'll, say, I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you what she told me. And uh, you tell me... If you think it's true or not, I suppose, because I don't believe her. It's really? a great story, but I don't know if I believe it. But she, uh, her name was Zoe. Zoe was insisting to me that the teams at Bunnings are generally so close and so big that if you're, if you are a member of Bunnings, if you're a staff member there yep. 
and you die oh. whilst you are um, employed by Bunnings, right. the entire Bunnings staff at that warehouse will show up to your funeral oh. all wearing Bunnings uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "That's Zoe, that cannot be true. That's a different uniform to the traditional black. Yeah, well, maybe, wow. do, do you think maybe Bunnings have a, uh, a funeral garb? Where they, like a, a Bunnings, a dark, a very dark green suit. That's unbe- what if? Okay, so what happens if you need some people to be on shift to serve all the customers and be to buy ten percent? Apparently, they get people in from other stores. Because that oh. was my that was my question. It's like, well, who's manning the registers? Right. Who's helping someone check out the lumber yard? They've thought this through. Yeah. Apparently, they get someone in from a near store to try and. And I thought that's so thoughtful. So there's no chance. There's absolutely oh, she's no. She's giving chance. you an exclusive. It might be. That's why I was, you know, if there's anyone out there that has been to a Bunnings funeral, we'd love to hear from you. It would be, it would be very surprising to me if this is the truth. I'm sure, like, if you die and you work at Bunnings, probably, if you're mates with people there, they're probably going to come to your funeral. You'd hope so. You would think that if you're you'd close with someone. You'd cross paths in, you know, aisle 52. Yeah. I don't know if that's like an exclusively sort of, um, you know, Bunnings situation. Though this is a little bit more peppy than I think that funeral dirge they normally play, isn't it? <laughs> it's nice. Bunnings would be the best place to have a funeral. You'd have Absolutely. everything you need there. And then when, you know, you've done all the sad stuff. There's nothing else. Go to the barbecue. There goes oh, perfect. There, stags out front. Everyone wins. Jules, we've got people for the drive to work this morning. Uh, bad news if you're a bloke sitting in your car right now and you've got a nice car. Oh, really? That's I've a problem? Some, got some bad news for you. A recent study that's come out conducted by the University College of London has confirmed something that people have been saying for a long time. The men who buy fancy sports cars have very small... Downstairs region. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Not doing terribly well. <laughs> I uh, came across this study whilst... Um, well, I'm not going to say what I was searching when I came across <laughs> it, but to break it down for you, what they did was they got a bunch of guys. And this isn't just like a couple of you know pieces of hearsay evidence, Jules. Oh, this is science. They got like, I think like several thousand people Jeez. for this. And when they were talking to these guys... They made the guys feel like they had really small. <laughs> They'd say like, hey, the average is this and you're way smaller than that. Right. And when these men were made to feel like they had small penises, they were also more likely to say that they loved sports cars, fancy cars, fast cars. Oh, right. That's interesting. And this was particularly in men in their 30s. So right now, if you're cruising on your way to work and you have what you would consider to be a nice car, mm-hmm. oh, that is, that's incredibly unfortunate. Not a good sign, is it? Um, what I understand about blokes on the dating apps, yep. like you know Tinder, Bumble, those sort of things. Yeah, people want to show off a little bit. They do show off a little yep. bit. And so I think it's pretty common. I mean, you might have seen these before where they put up on the dating profiles pictures of them in their cars. Yes. And I'm they're like, nice. Yes, yes. Okay, well done. You're, you're doing well for yourself. And I'm not, a, I'm not a car person, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Well, it's a bit wanky. It's, mm. it's not great. People should still keep doing that. But I think the biggest thing that you can tell people right now is, you know, rather than putting up like a brand new Porsche. Oh, nice red one. Yeah. Yep. Put up your crappy 2000 Astro because you're going to get <laughs> way more matches that way. Nick, I'm a bad girlfriend because my boyfriend is still waiting for part of his Christmas present. Yeah. From 2021. Wow. <laughs> Awful Virtually. Stuff. You know that stress where you're ordering stuff online and maybe you were organised and you did it in November mm. and you're thinking, okay, I've got to allow time for Ozpost to ship things and things to get here and you've yeah. got to allow for extra delays and all that stuff. Sure. That's what I did uh, back in the start of November. That's a, uh, that's a pretty fair time to have tried to get stuff sorted. I was thinking, so my partner Peter, his birthday is the start of December. So I thought, I'm hoping to get his birthday present by then. 
But yep. if for whatever reason there's a whole bunch of parcels going around at the moment, yeah. it can then be his Christmas present at the end of the month if it oh, arrives later. Incredibly handy. Yeah. That Brilliant. Way, that way you don't actually seem like a crap girlfriend. You're just <laughs> like, no, it. that was for Christmas. That was intentional. Well, I um waited about a week or two after I'd ordered this item online. Standard, sure. And hadn't received like any shipping update to say, hey, it's on the way, mm. which is what you'd expect. So I reached out to this company on Facebook. And they just never responded to me. They never even had the little check on Facebook to say, this message has been delivered. It's probably in the abyss somewhere. Can you say what company it was? Uh, it was... What, what, what type of goods do they okay. produce? Okay, it was like a funky t-shirt. Like a, one of those printed ones, probably from an online... Sick. Uh, overseas. Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, he's, he's into those niche sort of t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Fruit type ones is your sort of jam. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Very so, good. So, um... It was, yeah, a sort of T-shirt like that. Hasn't come yet, though, by the Hasn't sounds arrived. of things. So I get an email uh, from the company yesterday. And mm. reminder, this has been ordered in the start of November. Right. We're a couple of months in. And the company has basically confessed to say that they were terrible. They said, dear Jules, we've had some issues. We're trying to resolve shipping problems. Our sure. distribution hub in China is experiencing mass staff issues, shortages, Due to the COVID pandemic. Yeah, right. I'm surprised they didn't drop the supply chain issues. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. every company's A thing. classic. Yeah. The, for those waiting, please still hang in there. Like, why do I want to do that? It's unbelievable. It's been months. Honestly, there's no point to me even getting this shirt anymore. The surprise is fully over. Or did you tell him what it was going to be? Or is... Well, I'm about to, unless we mm. wait until 2027 and it arrives, and it'll be as much a surprise to me as it is to my boyfriend. I reckon, yeah, wait, just, you've gotten, you, you know what, the present's not late, you're just incredibly early for next year. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.